And now for our feature presentation. PushGapRadio.com. Duncanville, Dallas, Fort Worth. Hi, from Hamilton Park, Dallas, Fort Worth. Push Gap Radio. Hello, are you here? How Dallas, Fort Worth, where this is Jackie. Well, if you have a Jackie, I'm Shaka Ford One and the main event show. Oh, it's Push Gap Radio dot com in Dallas and Fort Worth. Welcome to another episode of Shocker Four One in the main event with Jackie O. Here's to Joe Lewis this week, Dallas Fort Worth reparations. We're gonna break that down for you. Also, bad customer service. We're gonna discuss that. You have the Michael Jackson fraudulentary going on over there at HBO. We're gonna break that down for you. And Jackie O might pop in to do the entertainment report. No matter how many mistakes you make or how slow you progress, you're still way ahead of everyone else who isn't trying. With Shaka 401 in the main event with Jackie O, it's Rubber Buggy Baby Boomer Radio on the banging this thing on your urban internet radio dial. 2020, no black agenda, no black vote, Dallas. <sighs> I just started realizing I was American, man. I never thought I was American, you know what I mean? Till I left. Or to the to the you know, the attacks, man. I didn't like America. Nobody you know, black people don't like America. But now I do, you know, because I travel. They hate us in other countries, man. When I go to other countries, man, I look for you know, I look for people I don't care if you got KKK on your knuckle and big time redneck, man. If I see you in another country, you're like you're my you're my brother because they hate us, man, the same <laughs> call you Yank. Yank. And they say it with that yank, that real evil. Because we're arrogant. That's why they hate us. Because we're arrogant. Our arrogance is far superior than anyone else. Because we, we don't care with our arrogance. Because we we're not number one in anything, I don't think. Basketball, whatever, sports. But we're not even number one in that, really. And we're just arrogant. We don't care. We don't know the name of nobody else's president. They know GW, they know him. Other countries know GW. Ask somebody. But the thing is, why they hate us is because we don't know and we don't care. Because you'd be like, what's say? Do you know the name of my country's leader? You'd be like, no. And they'd be like, well, his name? You'd be like, I don't, don't tell me that. I don't, I don't, I don't want to hear that. We, re we refer to our sports champions as world champs, and we don't play nobody else in the whole world. We just played people from other cities, man. The Los Angeles Lakers are the world champs of Los Angeles and the rest of the world because nobody can stop Shaq anyway, so we world champs. I'm so arrogant. When I travel to other people's countries, I refer to them in their own country as foreigner. I act like they visited me. I look at them like, oh, where are you from, man? Where are you from? What is this language you're speaking here in Turkey? Speak English! 
PushCapRadio.com in Dallas and Fort Worth. Welcome to another episode of Shaka 4-1 in the main event with Jackie O. At the time, we're doing a testing of running video. Well, I told you we're getting ready for that. We're going to get our new studio set up, this, that, and the third, so that we can start providing you with video as to what it is that we do here at PushCapRadio.com. Um... Real quick, Sunday, March 3rd, would have been 28 years ago that Rodney King was beaten by the L.A. Police Department. Rodney King was born April 2nd, 1965, died June 17th of 2012, was a construction worker, turned actor and activist after surviving an act of police brutality by the uh, Los Angeles Police Department. He was violently beaten by the LAPD during the riots for fleeing and evading on uh, California State Route 210. Four officers were tried on charges of use of excessive force. Three were acquitted, and the jury failed to reach a verdict on one charge for the fourth. The federal government prosecuted a uh, separate civil rights case and um, obtained grand jury indictments for violations of the four officers. Rodney King was awarded $3.8 million in damages. He struggled to start a business but was not successful, and he was found dead in his swimming pool two months after publishing his memoirs. Real quick, you guys remember Rollo? From Sanford and Son. Well, his name was Nathaniel Taylor, and he played Rollo Lawson on the 1970s sitcom of Sanford and Son. And uh, he died February 27th at 80 years old and just wanted to say a big shout out to Rollo. My Rollo was cool in the gang. You can go back and check out a couple of videos that are going down with him. And uh, yeah, Rollo was cool in the gang. My, I went just to look him up to make sure I was remembering the guy I thought I was remembering and I look up almost an hour late I'm looking at all these Sanford and Son clips because Sanford and Son was off the damn chain if you do recall a lot of uh, great things been going on Black Heritage Stamp is coming out uh, for Gregory Hines the United States Postal System unveiled the 42nd consecutive Black Heritage Stamp in New York for Gregory Hines, the versatile performer who developed tap into an art form, as many before him has done. Um, referred to as the art of sample, tap dancing is a mix of African tribal, English, Scottish, Irish music, and dancers. So this is to celebrate Gregory Hines, one of the great dancers of our time. Hoofers is what they were called, in case you didn't know that, mine. Uh, the tap dancers back then, dancers in general, back in the 20s and 30s, mine. I'm trying to remember that one sh- flick where they was yelling, challenge, and wanted you to come out there. Jackie O's not with us again today. She had to take care of some things and also has to go to work. So today it's just me who will be hanging out with you. Time now for your pushcapradio.com celebrity birthdays. Celebrity birthdays this week on Sunday, March 3rd, was rapper, uh, actor Tone Loke's birthday. He turned 53. Today, March 4th, R&B singer K. Michelle, she turns 
30-something. The late Bobby Christina Brown would have been 26 years old today. Chaz Bono, Sonny and Cher's daughter, now their son. She turns 50, or he turns 50. Actor McKelty Williamson from Forrest Gump. You got baked shrimp. You got boiled shrimp. You got fried shrimp. Okay, so all of that, he turns 63 as well. March 5th, actress Eva Mendez turns 45. Rapper Papoose will be 41. Religious leader Joel Osteen turns 56. Penn Gillette of Penn & Teller fame will be 64. Dallas Cowboy great Michael Irving turns 53 years old. Also, football player turned actor Fred Williamson. Laura Carter from Gary, Indiana is 83. Actress Anna Marie Horsford is 72 years old. March 6th, basketball great Shaquille O'Neal will be 47 years old. Comedian D.L. Hughley turns 56. And singer Mary Wilson of the Supremes will be 75 years old. March 7th, actor Brian Cranston. If you're looking for a good show to binge watch, let me tell you something. Breaking Bad is it, okay? Came on the AMC channel. You need something to binge watch. It's Breaking Bad. Brian Cranston from Breaking Bad turns 63. Actor Brandon T. Jackson turns 35. Comedian Wanda Sykes will be 55. TV personality Willis Scott of the Today Show will be 85. And guitarist Ernie Isley of the Isley Brothers turns 67 years old. March 8th, actor Boris Kojo is 46. NBC Nightly News anchor Lester Hope turns 60. Former basketball great and analyst for TNT's Inside the NBA... Turns 54. That's Kenny Smith. Leon turns 56. And my sister, Ramona Atkins in Gary, Indiana, baby. Friday, March 8th, will be bloop years old. Dallas, Texas. A lot of people ask me about Dallas, Texas. Uh, a couple of notes about Dallas. Dallas, Texas is the ninth largest city in the U.S. Uh, and the third largest in Texas with a population of 1.2 million. Our average temperature here is 62 degrees. They say it's 96 in the summertime, but you're playing. Okay. And uh, it's a great business climate. We have 21 of the Fortune 500 companies here, including ExxonMobil, JCPenney, and AT&T. We have all the sports teams here. Now, what you didn't know about Dallas, Texas, director Oliver Stone spent $4 million to make Dealey Plaza in downtown appear as it did in the November of 1963 for the film JFK. Dallas-Fort Worth International Airport is the third busiest in the world and is larger than Manhattan Island in New York. Who done it? The episode of Dallas that revealed who shot J.R. Ewing hit the largest international audience of any single television episode in history with 360 million viewers worldwide. So who done it? Who shot J.R.? It was J.R.'s mistress, Kristen Shepard. The frozen margarita machine was invented in Dallas. Bet you didn't know that. The uh, integrated computer chip was also invented here. The toll tag, when you're up and down the tollway and you're going through there, was invented in a building called Infomart. Beautiful building here. You can look that up on the internet. Check it out. Phenomenal 
uh, build, and I fell in love with it when I first moved here. Lamar Hunt, founder of the American Football League and son of oil tycoon H.L. Hunt, was a noted Dallas resident, and he coined the phrase Super Bowl. Now, his football team that used to be here in Dallas is now the Kansas City Chiefs, so that's why the AFC Championship game gets the Lamar Hunt Award. The Dallas-Fort Worth Arlington Metroplex is the number one visitor and leisure destination in Texas. Bet you didn't know that. A lot of great things go on here. Dallas is home to the stunning George W. Bush Presidential Library and Museum located by SMU, Southern Methodist University, for those of you who are not aware of that. Also, did you know that AT&T Stadium, where the Dallas Cowboys play, is the world's largest column-free room. Okay, they love the cowpokes down here. Okay, in 2009, the Ritz Carlton in Dallas was ranked the number one hotel in America and number two hotel in the world by the Zagat Survey. When we come back on the bangingest thing on your urban internet radio dial, Michael Jackson, Neverland, the fraudumentary. Also, a lot of people are going in on Oprah for conducting the interview on that. Reparations, we're going to get into that. Um, a lot of things going on with American DOS so far as reparations. There is a no black agenda, no vote campaign going on. We'll get you up to speed on that. And terrible customer service. Are you not tired of terrible customer service? We're going to discuss that as well. Devastating, titillating, definitely invigorating. Not like I'm insinuating that I think we're stimulating. Reason that we giggerating is because we don't be perpetrating. All we got to do is touch a microphone. We're Shaka 401 in the main event without Jackie O today on the bang of this thing on your urban internet radio dial. We're in the business of black people and business is good. Hey, don't keep us a secret. Pushcapradio.com. Never average, never old mediocre, online, on point, and on the freaking money. Pushgapradios.com. Dallas, baby. Cut the check. This is Carol J., the roadrunner on the Shacklefoot One and the main event show, exclusively on PushGapRadio.com. For all the latest and hottest information on what's happening in Dallas-Fort Worth, log on every Friday at 10 a.m. PushGapRadio.com. It's Dallas, baby. Hey, Kevin, thinking about saving for retirement? Yeah, but how do I start? It's easy with Avvo, a retirement coach. Let's learn the Avvo bet. A is for taking action. Not anxiety? No, Kevin, you're going to be fine. You sing? Barely. V is for variety. Huh, change up my strategy. Okay. O is for optimize your savings. Let Avvo lead the way. Visit aceyourretirement.org today. A message from AARP and the Ad Council. No word in the English language is less convincing than probably. Are you sure we should get matching tattoos on our first date? Sure. Um, we'll probably stay together. Probably? <laughs> it's been 23 minutes since I ate. I can probably swim. Uh, you should wait 30 minutes. Mm, okay, now tell me what to do. Cannonball! Cramp! Oh, I have a cramp. I can probably hit the green from here. Probably. Can I get a mulligan? Ready to go? Hey, are you sure you're okay to drive? Yeah, I'm pretty sober. 
Yeah, I'm probably okay. Probably okay isn't okay, especially when it comes to drinking and driving. If you're drinking, call a cab, a car, or a friend. Buzz driving is drunk driving. A message brought to you by NHTSA and the Ad Council. PushGetRadio.com A lot of you are about to get yourselves caught up and up to speed very, very quickly on this subject. We have a lot of ground to cover, so we are going to do that for you here tonight. And in the words of Malcolm X, the black vote will decide who goes to the White House and who goes to the doghouse. Bernie Sanders knows he is in trouble because most black folk didn't support Bernie. I want to go ahead and say this straight out. Reparations is the issue for black people of the 21st century. Reparations is an umbrella term, but it is the issue. It is time to slay the dragon. And we will accept no alternatives and no substitutes. We won't accept it. When we say reparations, that is a blanket term. So yes, you gonna start with cutting the check, but it will not end there. And that's the part that frightens them. The words I just told you all. Oh, you're gonna start by writing the check, but it doesn't end there. This is going to be a part of an overall strategy. So let us explain exactly. I want to walk you all through reparations for radicals. Next order of business is who should get paid? Well, there's a very easy metric that we should use in order to quantify that. First and foremost, you must be a black person who is able to trace your lineage back to the plantations. You need to be able to do that. That's what you need to be able to do. That'd be the first thing. Second of all, in your family, your family needs to have identified as black. In my estimation, your family needs to have identified as black going back at least three generations on the census or on driver's license. And you must have consistently identified as black yourself not black hispanic not mixed you must have consistently yourself identified as black so you got to be able to trace yourself to the plantations and we must be able to validate and verify that your family and yourself have identified as such if you have ethnically dispossessed yourself then you are not eligible understand that we're not going to have any $5 Negroes. We're not going to have any scam freaking Americans. No Rachel Dolezals. No one-eighth Negroes. And I just got in touch with my black roots when I found out the reparations were on the table. Uh-uh. We need to have hearings and you need to be able to validate it. You need to be able to validate documentation. No, we're not going to have a bunch of folk running up to the front door. I'm not going to be fighting Jennifer Lopez and Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez and Cardi B. I ain't going to be fighting them for reparations. You chose your side when it was time to identify. You told us what you were. I respect you for what you said. Now get out of my way. They cutting the check. You need to qualify for it. Cut the check. Soccer Ford won in the main event with me. The 
Jackie up. Heard exclusively on Kiss Cap Radio. Giving you two scoops. PushCapRadio.com in Dallas and Fort Worth. <clears throat> According to the Seattle Times, musical artist, counterculture figure, and guitar legend Jimi Hendrix will have a post office renamed for him in Washington State hometown. In late December, a bill was signed into law christening the Renton Highlands Post Office the James Marshall Jimi Hendrix Post Office. Jimi Hendrix achieved worldwide fame in the U.S. after his performance at the Monterey Pop Festival in 1964, and in 1968, his third and final studio album electric ladyland reached number one in the u.s though he lived a short life hendrix impact on music and american culture still felt today hendrix is best known for his hits and virtuoso guitar playing on the hey joe purple haze and the wind cries mary along with all along the watchtower foxy lady and voodoo child so um now, one of the great things Jimi Hendrix did was he had a uh, Star Spangled Banner rendition that he did. It was amazing. You can go put that up on YouTube. Amazing mind. Jimi Hendrix was just greatness. Uh, another thing out of Dallas, Texas was um, Stevie Ray Vaughn when I moved here. Caught him one night on uh, Austin City Lights mine. And oh my God. Stevie Ray Vaughan's amazing. But Jimi Hendrix, post office named after him. And it is truly, truly about time. The Michael Jackson documentary, Leaving Neverland. I haven't watched it. Not going to watch it. Okay. This man was greatness. And now they're trying to beat him down. He's dead, can't defend himself. Okay, so the first segment of HBO's documentary, Leaving Neverland, aired on Sunday, setting Twitter Twitter ablaze with both support and condemnation of the documentary about one of the world's most famous pop stars, Michael Jackson. Now, you have these two guys, Wade Robson and James Safechuck, saying that Michael Jackson molested him. Now, the guy Robson said... On the witness stand, and Mike never done anything to him. But he was supposed to choreograph the Cirque du Soleil Michael Jackson uh, show. At the last minute, the Jackson estate decided to go with somebody else. So this clown said here, years later, I guess for some get back or trying to secure the bag or clout chasing, whatever he doing. And now you want to get up here and say that Michael did you something, mine. Now, on last week, Tariq Nasheed had Brandy Jackson, Michael Jackson's niece. She's the daughter of Jackie Jackson. Had her on his show and said that her and Wade dated for seven years. Bet that's not in his documentary. Okay. Now, the documentary, Leaving Neverland, is came on yesterday and comes on today March 4th again I'm not watching it because I could give a damn I'm from Gary Indiana Laura Carter Michelle Carter who are also watching now hey ladies they're from Gary Indiana we're huge Michael Jackson fans did Michael Jackson do it I doubt it he was acquitted okay now that the man is dead it's even harder for him to defend himself now, a lot of people are going in on Oprah 
over the fact that she said here she's being criticized very heavily because she's sitting here co-signing this crap okay talking about she knew she was going to get some blowback from it now a lot of people have given their input on it um one said the fact that oprah and hbo are abdomen on taking down michael jackson yet leave two men who are still alive and have far more proof of allegations made against them roman polanski and woody allen not touching them what about harvey weinstein no one's going after him okay what about um kevin spacey matt lauer now, Tariq Nasheed has out a website called First Them because you're trying to make Bill Cosby, R. Kelly, Michael Jackson, and these people, the black face, the face of sexual assault. But what about all these cats running around here, man? Uh, what about the Catholic Church? When are you going to put these people's documentary up? When are we going to see something about them? It's always the black face. Thickens McCray said that Oprah turned on Michael Jackson. Sharon 1922 said what's crazy is that if Michael Jackson was still alive, Oprah would be defending him and begging him for an interview to help her struggling network. Now that he's not alive to defend himself, she interviews the liars. Now, you can check all this stuff out with just a little bit of damn research. You got a computer in your pocket. Michael Jackson was acquitted. <clears throat> Matter of fact, one of the fathers of the guy who said over a phone conversation that he was trying to get money out of Mike and that he was going to ruin his career if he didn't get the loot. That's why Mike paid him off. Not the fact that Mike did it. He paid him off for the fact that he didn't want any more damage done to his career. Now, you know what this is. This is a character assassination. All right. The assassination of one of the greats, because as you know, they consider King uh, Elvis to be the king. Michael Jackson married the king's daughter. You know they don't like that. Michael Jackson's Thriller is the number one selling album on the planet. A lot of part of last year, they tried to say it was the Eagles with their compilation album. That's crap, baby. Michael Jackson was running rings around these people. Michael Jackson helped the record industry when the record industry was struggling Michael got people up off their ass and going to the record store, buying albums, buying CDs. Michael is out selling cats that are around today, and Mike's dead. He's the number one dead celebrity on the planet. They're trying to kill legacies, mine. You ever notice the biopics they do are always of black people? That's weird, huh? It's always of black folks, mine. They have another one coming out now about uh, Nat King Cole. They got one called Rita Franklin's is coming out. Don't know if you know about hers. <clears throat> Rita Franklin has. <clears throat> man, Rita Franklin has one called Amazing Grace. Now, this was recorded back in 1972. And um, it's a documentary that airs on April 5th of 2019. Uh, it was never put out there. You can go look up that as well on the Internet. Again, you got a damn computer in your pocket. 
and it seems to be such an amazing um, documentary as well. But yeah, Michael Jackson, mine. These people are just slandering this man's good name. The man's not here to protect himself. Got all these other pervs running around here doing what the hell it is that they do. But again, no one's bringing them up on anything. And again, Tariq Nasheed, you can go check out his deal. First them. Okay. Michael Jackson's niece, Brandy Jackson, dated this guy. Let this man rest in peace. Okay. Michael Jackson didn't need no ploy. He didn't need animals and circuses and all that. He's Michael Jackson. People's going to come holler at Mike anyway. Now, they're saying this happened back in 1987. Now, these guys are in their late 30s and early 40s and say Mike groomed them into sexually abusive relationships, which I don't believe. Okay, why didn't any of this come out when the man was alive? Man been dead 10 years now. Okay, 10 years Michael Jackson's been gone. Died in 2009, June 25th to be precise, of 2009, mine. Again, people dragging Oprah for co-signing this, mine. You just throwing the brothers under the bus. How come you don't go say nothing about these other cats? Okay, it's time to let Oprah make it. You ain't never been for us, no way, Oprah. Everything you've ever done was to, and, and that's why I was talking to a girl at work, right? Hey, Tasha Tingle. I was talking to a girl at work that said that uh, the brothers didn't wait at night for them to get in their car. I said, that's because Oprah and Ricky Lake started that. I'm a strong, black, independent woman, and I don't need no man. She said, well, I didn't say that. Yeah, but your sister girls did. The only one who say that is black women. I don't need no man. Okay, well, ain't no man there, so you cannot have it both ways. When we come back on the banging this thing on your urban internet radio dial, reparations, we're going to get into that. Also, bad customer service. Service. We're going to break that down for you as well. Pray until something happens. God always provides at pushgapradios.com. The power is in the name. Stick and stay mine. Appreciate all y'all that are checking in on me over here. And uh, thank you for supporting pushgapradios.com. Jackie will be back with us on next week's show. And... Um, Again, thank you guys for your tremendous support. At this time, we're finna go off video, so thank you guys uh, for chiming in with us. It's just a test run. Shocker 401 in the main event with Jackie O on PushGapRadios.com. We'll be doing full shows in a couple of months, guys. We're just testing right now. Dallas, baby. Cut the check. PushGatRadio.com. We want to be your official Dallas internet station. Also, look at the timing of the Michael Jackson thing. So now everybody's going to be talking about this whole Michael Jackson thing all this week. They've been really blowing this Michael Jackson thing up. Oh, you got to watch it. Oh, it's going to be a two-parter. The next one is coming on tomorrow night. So they're going to be dragging this thing all out all week. Harvey Weinstein's trial, the pre-trial is Thursday. The pre-trial is this Thursday, so they timed this thing to really get the heat off him. So we're going to be talking about Michael Jackson all week. So now we, the, the whole Harvey Weinstein thing, hopefully that can just kind of go under the wayside. You dig? But let's get deeper. And I'm dropping some receipts tonight. We, we're getting deep. Now this is where okra comes in. So where does okra factor in? Why is okra all 
in the mix with these folks. See, Okra is hanging out with these these billionaires. You know, she's in that region. So Oprah's seen some things. They're calling in some favors on her. Because Okra owes. Oprah, she owes people. So they're calling in them favors. That's why they're pushing her out there to co-sign this weak-ass Michael Jackson documentary to, to legitimize it. And they had to put a black person's face to legitimize it so it won't look like the racist witch hunt that it is. So they really needed Oprah to legitimize this. Now, why is Oprah doing this? Because people are looking at Oprah real funny. Because Oprah was all kicking it with Michael back in the 90s. You know, she, she did an interview with him, so she's kicking it with him. And there's a lot of pictures of her with him. So why is why why is she flipping on him like this? Well, the thing is, well, they got some, you know, they've been protecting Oprah for years. They've been protecting Oprah. And notice, ain't no major scandals about Oprah. And when they come out, they go away very quickly. Now, they keep them receipts on Oprah's ass because she knows she's on a short leash. Let me unpack it. Listen, let's get it. We, we bringing truth to power today. So again, Oprah, they gave Oprah a phone call. But when I see Oprah... Talking about somebody sexual assault. Really, Oprah? With the folks you were around? But yeah, they had to call that one in with Oprah. Oprah, they're like, Oprah, we've been looking out for you. We need you to look out for some of our dudes over here. So we need you to go out here and promote that Michael Jackson documentary. We need you to do it at this time. We need you to get the heat off our boy. And Oprah, she had to get her marching orders. That's why Oprah's out here. People are looking at her real funny. Like, what? what's... What's this about, Oprah? What is this about? You just shocked to number one on your internet radio dial. Shocker Ford won in the main event only on Pushcap Radio. One in three adults has pre-diabetes. One in three. That means it could be you, your football buddy, your football buddy, or you, your best man, your worst man, you, your dog walker. Your cat jogger. While one in three adults has prediabetes, with early diagnosis, prediabetes can be reversed. Take the risk test at doihaveprediabetes.org. That's doihaveprediabetes.org. Wait, did they just say one in three adults has prediabetes? That's 33.33333% of adults. That means it could be me, my boss, or my boss's boss, or me, my favorite sister, or my other sister. That's seven members of my 21-person romantic book club. <gasps> Wait, the one in three could be me, my karaoke partner Carol, or ugh, my karaoke enemy Jeff. I'm going to take the risk test at doihaveprediabetes.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council and its pre-diabetes awareness partners. Never average, never mediocre. We're online, on point, and on the money. PushGapRadio.com Everybody got to be able to put their documents on it. If you have ethnically dispossessed yourself, then you are not eligible. Understand that. So yes, we need to validate and have documentation on every person you need to qualify for it. You don't just get to walk up and say, trust me, we was from there. It don't work that way. No, no Sean Kings. No. Everybody got to be able to put their documents on it. That's it. No birth certificate is not enough. Birth certificate is not enough. No, it isn't. We got too many Cardi B's out there. Folk who spent their lives telling you that they're not black. No, the, your birth certificate will not be enough. We got a bunch of black folk like, what's her face? Amber Rose. 
You're going to have an Amber Rose whose mother might have put black on her birth certificate. But what has Amber been identifying as her whole life? No, if Amber has decided to leave black society, if Amber has decided that she does not want to be identified as a descendant of American slaves, then Amber should be shown the door. I'm not going to sit here and draft any people in here. No, you need we need to see your documentation. And if you don't have any, you better go get some. And if you can't get some the train leaving without you you're not we're not gonna have you you're not gonna show up and start doing that absolutely not now the other thing is we also have to establish the point that we need to be compensated for and this is going to be an important thing even the scholars who claim that they support reparations i'm telling y'all they got it wrong because we're not doing the calculation correctly most of the scholars i've seen have been counting from 1865 forward. And that's wrong. Your ancestors didn't go into slavery in 1865 or 1860. We need to count back all the way to when this thing began. You are not owed for 160 years. You are owed for somewhere closer to 460 years, and we're not going to let them short us on the time. We're going to have to go back to the 1500s. We got to go back to Jamestown, so we can't go back to just 1850. We got to go all the way back. You owe me for 460 years, and you're going to short me 300 years. No, got to go all the way back. All the way back from the beginning. You don't get to short the time. Oh no, you're going to pay every dime. You don't owe me for 150 years. You owe me for closer to 450. All I got to do is validate we were here. You owe me for 450. We got to start there. Now we got to go on to something else because there are damages to be added up into this. Oh, yes, we are going 720 degrees. There are damages that need to be included in this because if your great, 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 great grandfather worked himself to death and died on the plantation, that's wrongful death. It's not just murder. It is also wrongful death. If you worked him to death, you owe me for his death. Cut the check. Pusscapradio.com in Dallas and Fort Worth. Reparations. For those of you who don't know, there's a uh, big push going on about reparations. Now, what has happened here is that Yvette Carnell and Antonio Moore of Tone Talks. Yvette Carnell does Breaking Brown. Uh, Tone Antonio Moore does Tone Talks. Okay, and what they have come up with is a way to designate ourselves. Okay, you have to be specific when you're going for reparations. So we're no longer people of color. We're no longer minorities. We're no longer oppressed people or anything of that nature. 
We're tired of people naming us is, is one thing. Tired of other people naming who we are and what we are. So the new term for native black Americans is A-D-O-S. That's American descendants of slaves. That's the colloquial vernacular that we use today. The reason for that is, is like Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. said, the next time we go back to Washington, we come in to get that check. And that time is now. Okay. So you have candidates out there who have been speaking on reparations. Massachusetts Senator Elizabeth Warren, former Housing and Urban Development Secretary Julian Castro, New Jersey Senator Cory Booker, Kamala Harris, Marianne Williamson. She uh, been on a few shows speaking up about it. But a lot of people are bent out of shape about that. Okay, on the soundbite that you're hearing throughout the show is Jason Black, the black authority who's laying out to you what reparations would look like for us. A lot goes into that. Again, the Native Americans, Native Indians here in America, they've been compensated. They have land and casinos and whatnot. Remember the Japanese that were in the internment camps during World War II? They were given reparations. The Holocaust that didn't even happen here. Okay. Barack Obama gave him $12 million. But for the people who built it, you have given nothing. Okay, because what they're saying is, well, you're being divisive by calling yourselves American DOS, American descendants of slaves. No, we're not. Because when you come to this country, you eat off of us. You come up on our backs. What my people fought and died for. No black agenda, no black vote. First off, ain't no black person died for no damn right to vote. We died to be liberated and free. And to get some of these bennies, that benefits that we built up in this country. Because these people will come here, graduate. The first thing they do is put up their flag from Nigeria or Haiti or wherever they may be from. Now, they're trying to throw some other people in like Hispanics and the Native Americans. Uh, so far as uh, getting reparations. No. In the words of Tariq Nasheed, this trip, you're going to have to hold your own nuts. You're not riding on our deal. Anything you want, you need to go get for yourself. What we coming to get is for us. Now, you'll notice black people out there who talk down on reparations and you think, hmm, that's odd. Why would you as a black person be against reparations? Well, here's the answer. If you're a black person speaking against reparations, Nine times out of 10, your people are from somewhere else. They're from Haiti, Jamaica, the Caribbean islands, Nigeria, Ethiopia. Of course, they don't want you getting reparations because they're eating off of you. See how quick they are to say, oh, no, I'm not black. I'm Haitian. No, I'm not black. I'm Nigerian. Everybody wants black culture, black music. This, that, and the third, but nobody wants the black issues. So reparations is strictly for us. Again, how do you prove that? You have to trace your lineage back to the plantation, as is being said. How do you do that? Here's an example. My last name is Shackleford. My dad's name is Edward Shackleford. 
from Pine Bluff, Arkansas. His first son was Stephen Shackleford, my older brother. Edward Shackleford's dad is Lester Shackleford, my granddad, and my grandmother, Jesse Shackleford. His mom is Elnora Shackleford. That's my great-grandmother. Mama passed away when I was 17 years old, in the, uh, 14 years old in the eighth grade. Her mother is Jane Oliver. Jane Oliver was a slave until she was 12 years old. The University of Pine Bluff, Arkansas, University of Arkansas Pine Bluff is built on Jane Oliver's land. From what I'm aware of, they have a street named after her and a dormitory named after her. That's how far back I can trace my lineage, American DOS. Where are the bones buried? Where are your people buried at? Are they buried here? Are they buried in another country? If they're buried in another country, fam, then you're not ADOS. See, people don't want us to do that because America needs a permanent underclass. You need somebody on the bottom for you to have success. Somebody got to be on the bottom. Well, we're tired of being on the damn bottom. It's time to let some of these other folk coming up in here be on the damn bottom. We built this city. Let me throw that in there. <laughs> we built this city on rock and roll. Yeah, we built this freaking city. And it's time for us to get what's due to us. The reason people don't want to do reparations is predicated on the fact that they're eating off us. They're coming up on our backs. No more. If you're not American DOS, there are no reparations for you. We're not cutting in other people. Cardi B and, and J-Lo and, and, and Rachel Dolazar and all these people. No. On my mother's side of the family, it's my mom. Then there's Big Ma, Elmita Merle. Then there's Big Mom, who's my grandmother. Then Big Mom's mom, who is... uh. Jenny Ruth Word. That's my great grandmother. Never met her. I met my great grandmother on the Shackleford side. But I can trace my lineage back. How do you trace your lineage back? Who are the people in your family? Do you know your grandmother? Do you know your great grandmother? Do you know your great great grandmother? It's time to find that out. Plus, a cousin of mine settled back in the 90s, early 2000s. I didn't get my check. But the land was stolen from my great-great-grandmother, Jane Oliver. There was a program on 60 Minutes where they outlined how slaves were tricked and duped out of their land or was just outright stolen from their mind. What does reparations look like? It's not just money. It's a ton of things. But again, America needs somebody to be on the bottom. These people come in here talking about, well, I wasn't here. I didn't own no slaves. Well, the government did. So that's who we're going after. The government since 2001 has spent $5.9 trillion over in the Middle East and Asia fighting wars. That money's not being used here. At least the money we get will be here. Remember the Dave Chappelle show where black people got reparations and they was buying... Uh, 18 wheelers full of cool cigarettes and, and putting some rims and whatnot on their car, this, that, and the third. You're going to have some of those people. But 
what America fears is the other 10% that will take that money, create businesses, see, because they're eating off of us. They don't want the competition. Okay, that's the reason they burnt down Rosewood and, and, and Black Wall Street up there in Tulsa. The competition was too fierce. Look at all the things we as ADOS have done in this country, the inventions we've come up with. You understand me? Look at the NBA and the NFL, two of the most powerhouse sports on the planet, dominated by whom? Billions of dollars for them, crumbs for us. Our HBCUs are full of white people, Hispanic people, and other immigrants. They can get in, but we can't. We can't come to your country claiming reparations or land appropriations or any of that. So why would you come to America thinking that's going to work for you? You have to be able to trace your lineage back or the train leaves without you, fam. So what do you think? Go to our Facebook page. We're at Facebook on uh, pushgapradio.com on Facebook or pushgapradio at Facebook. Okay? I'll put this up and you give me your input. What do you think about um, the reparations issue? No black agenda, no black vote. It's tangibles in 2020. Black folk vote in a group. We're going to get more into that when we come back. Shaka 401 in the main event with Jackie O. Jackie O's not with us today, but she will be back on next week. We're the bangingest thing in the urban internet radio game. We're pushgapradios.com. Dallas, baby. Cut the check. Pushgapradio.com. We want to be your official Dallas Internet Station. Colon cancer affects African Americans more than any other race. It's the third most commonly diagnosed cancer among both men and women. Do you know what the recommended age is for colorectal cancer screening? When polled, a majority of the population didn't know. If you don't know, then you're less likely to get screened. Well, age 50 is the answer and colon screening at Arkansas Diagnostic Center is the solution. At age 50, we are at a higher risk most insurance or Medicare pays for the colon screening that's both painless and effective. Contact Arkansas Diagnostic today for your sake and your family. I'm Dr. Alonzo Williams. I urge you to talk to your physician about a colon cancer evaluation. The best way to beat colon cancer is still early detection. Call the Arkansas Diagnostic Center at 501-227-7688. That's 501-227-7688. Colon cancer, isn't it time that you did something about it? I feel like every station you listen to is playing the same songs, petty nonsense, doing the same thing over and over and then over again. We can't tell the difference. Money and bling this and dollar bill that is insulting. The consolidation of uh, radio overall has kind of compromised. Black radio. I hate the radio now. Nobody's talking about it. much more pressing issues that we probably could discuss. And if somebody didn't plan it, then I don't know how it happened. PushGapRadio.com is next generation radio. <laughs> PushGapRadio.com. It's Dallas, baby. You know full damn well, Massa was getting it in. So now you owe us for rape. 
This is sexual assault. If Bill Cosby got to pay, and if O.J. Simpson got to pay, then how the hell does Thomas Jefferson get off the hook and ain't got to pay? I don't give a damn if you got to turn Monticello over to a bunch of Negroes from Cleveland. Thomas Jefferson should have thought about that before he laid up with Sally Hemings. Cut the check. A lot of y'all haven't thought of it in that way. We were victims of all sorts of crimes and brutality there, and we just gonna charge that to the game? I'll be damned. You owe for everything, and you know where I got all this? I got this from the Jewish Holocaust survivors. What you did for them. Native Americans, the Japanese, I'm just looking at what you did for them. You owe us for every bit of this. No, you ain't gonna get off with, well, it's been 150 years, there's 40 million of you, unpaid labor if we compensate you for the unpaid labor over the course of 150 years with interest tacked on and they're gonna get themselves the lowest interest you ain't never seen one some one percent or half a percent crap with no compounding interest oh hell no 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 we're gonna back it on up 400 years we're gonna take a look at unpaid labor wrongful death sexual assault physical assault denial of property Everything that you can sue for in civil court today, we gonna tack it all on. Child abuse, pedophilia, we gonna get you for everything. You ain't gonna just cut the check, you gonna cut all the checks. In a perfect world, yes, we would sue for theft of property. You're correct, we can sue for that too. But in a perfect world, we would sue for uh, theft of intellectual property. Domestic terrorism, you damn right. If the 9-11 survivors could get payments for the government for uh, acts of terrorism, yeah. Cut the check. So like we were telling you. So far as reparations. Now you had this lady, uh, Marianne Williamson, was talking about 100 million to 500 million to redress the range of discriminatory policies. Now, racism in America is institutional. Okay. What they fear, again, is the fact that black people will build their own and we'll start supporting each other. We ain't been on code like this in a long time. And it's a beautiful thing, mine. Now, Bernie Sanders, they've been clowning him, okay? He's been ducking and dodging the reparations question. Now, understand this. Bernie Sanders and Hillary Clinton were a part of a committee that gave reparations to the Jews. Bernie Sanders drafted up a policy for it. He had no problems with it. Now, all of a sudden, what? Well, how would reparations work? That would be divisive. Wasn't divisive when you gave it to your people. It was not divisive when you wrote it up for the Jews and presented them with money. But, oh, for us, it's divisive. What do you fear? Okay. What you fear is the fact that we going to come up and we going to cut into that $1.2 trillion in consumer spending that we have in this country. Because first off, $500 billion ain't enough. 
We talking trillions of dollars owed. Okay. Again, hopefully you've been listening to Jason Black, the Black Authority, throughout the show. His sound bites. Um, I, I, I just, I just recorded the best parts and threaded them through the show. Pay attention to what he's saying. If you weren't paying attention, then go back and just listen to his parts that that come on right before we do the patter sets. We're on the bottom in a country that we built. And it's time. Let somebody else eat the failure. Again, to get a better understanding of what's going on so far as the reparations and things of that nature, Yvette Carnell and Antonio Moore have set up a website called ADOS101.com. Okay. You can go to this website and find out what's actually going on. What's the agenda? Okay, what's the mission statement? All of that. Tariq Nasheed has Tangibles 2020 that you can go check out. People in America need somebody on the bottom. That's been us for a very long time. And that time is over, fam. Just not going for it anymore. I mean, it's ridiculous. Everything in this country, dude, is built off the backs of black people. Because how can you come up with inventions if you weren't doing the work? The person doing the work comes up with the invention. Invention. They say Eli Whitney invented the cotton gin. Really? He wasn't in the field picking cotton. He wasn't in the cotton shed separating the seeds, stems, and stalks from the cotton. The person doing that invented it. You notice they never say that Henry Ford invented the car. Interesting, huh? Henry Ford didn't invent the car. He invented the process of putting the car together that he got from George Washington Carver. Okay, so that's what that is. But now all of a sudden, this is what he's saying, Bernie Sanders, that what does reparations look like? Uh, How would they be doled out? This, that, and the third. Okay. No one cares. Why don't we get it out there first and then we'll figure all that out later on like you did for the Holocaust survivors, mine. That's what's going on here. Okay. So go look that up. Go check out Breaking Brown with uh, Yvette Carnell. Go check out uh, Tone Talks. They're on YouTube. And um, yeah, get up to speed. Get on code. We're taking this into 2020. No black agenda, no black vote, baby. You ain't got nothing for black people. What did uh, Kamala Harris say? I'm not doing anything just for black people. You don't tell the Jews that. You don't tell the LGBT community that. You don't tell the Hispanics that. You don't tell the Arabs that. You only say that when you come around us. Well, not this year. Your ass ain't going to get in office. You have to understand, black people are the only people that vote in a block. We normally vote Democrat, and then we normally give our vote to one person. White people's votes are usually split. The Hispanic vote is usually split. Normally, black people's vote in a block, and it's for Democrats. Democrats ain't been doing a damn thing for us. So if there's no black agenda... There's no black vote. 
Get on board. Get yourself educated. Find out what's going on. Uh, this is the greatest movement since the civil rights movement because they've been beating the baby boomers down. They say the baby boomers just looking for a quiet place to die because they've already got theirs. They got their good jobs. They got their homes. Majority of the wealth in the black community resides with baby boomers. But did baby boomers turn around and teach Generation X how to keep the fight going? No. Now, me, I'm on the ass end of baby boomers. Baby boomers are 55 to 72 years old, which this year will move to 56 to 73 years old. Okay, I'm 58. So I'm kind of on the ass end of it by three or four years. So I relate heavily with what Generation X is saying. And now Generation X is trying to get the millennials on board. So educate yourself. Go find out what's going on. This ain't free stuff. This is stuff that you earned. That your people died for, your ancestors earned for you. So, you know, get off that. It's free. It's a handout. A handout is money you get for not doing a damn thing. Reparations is what you get when a, 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 a people or government or system more powerful than you oppressed you and did you something. In a related story with Michael Jackson, the asking price for Michael Jackson's Neverland Ranch was drastically reduced. Uh, the infamous, infamous Neverland Ranch is back on the market at a fraction of its original asking price. It's 2,700 acres listed for $100 million in 2015. And now it's reduced to 31 million. So if you got 31 million laying around, uh, you can go buy Neverland. Okay. Mike lived there for 15 years. And it's uh, almost like a 70% discount. Michael Jackson paid 17.5 for it in 88. Okay. So it's a 10 acre lot, they said. And, uh,. The cost per acre is a little over $90,000, Ma. So Neverland Ranch is severely underpriced based on the acreage. And, um, you know, the HBO <clears throat> fraudumentary leaving Neverland has kind of put it back in the public eye. And uh, so, you know, you got people who probably paying a little bit more attention to it. But again, that's what Michael Jackson had um his sleepovers and whatnot. But again, these cats weren't no dang on sexually molested by Michael Jackson. Man, I go to my grave, never believe in that. You got me twisted in the game, dude. I ain't going to never, ever believe that Mike done that. The man was acquitted while he was alive. If you had evidence, I heard it was a snooze fest anyway. But if you had evidence, why, why didn't it come forward when the man was, uh, was alive? Okay. Don't understand it. When the man was here, why didn't you bring up any of that? So on reparations, get yourself up to speed on Oprah. You know, time to cut Oprah loose, fam. Time to cut Oprah loose. Again, Oprah Winfrey out here just throwing black folk under the bus. Uh, You supposedly have all this power, Oprah, because Oprah had to pay off a lady that accused her dad of sexual assault then she used to hang out with this guy john the man of god come to find out this guy raped like 300 women okay that school that oprah built over there in africa 
was a whole lot of rape and sexual assault going on because it was a girl's school. Said that she didn't build it in Chicago because these kids here didn't appreciate education. They were just into materialism. Well, guess who taught them that, Oprah? You get a car. You get a car. You get a car. That's the American way. American is a capitalist society. Don't blame these children for what they were brought up in and what you helped promote. It's time to dump Oprah mine. The strong black female, I don't need no man thing came from Oprah and Ricky Lake back in the 80s. Think about it for those of you of a certain age. That's where this, 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 this came from. Instead of helping to put the black family together, you destroyed it because the only person say they don't need a man is, is a black woman. And I'm not here to beat the sisters down. Again, ADOS, baby. That's our lineage. But I'm here to let you understand that you need to quit letting others speak for you. Like they were talking about the girl at McDonald's that was fighting the guy. Okay. Well, how come didn't no black man come to her assistance? Probably told him she need no man. I don't know. I'm just speculating. But if you don't need a man when you get, when, when trouble knocks and trouble is going to always knock, then don't be looking for someone to help you out. When we come back on the Bang of the Stang and the Urban Internet Radio game, customer service. What's going on with that? Have you ever had to deal with horrible customer service, mine? And I'm going to plow through the Jack Hill Entertainment Report, okay? Or I'll see if I can get Jackie to just do a clip of that, and I'll insert that. Never average, never mediocre, online, on point, and on the money. In Cedar Hill, Dallas, Fort Worth, we're pushgapradios.com. We in the black people business, and business is good. Pushgapradios.com. Hey, don't keep us a secret. Also, you can go check out our website at www.pushgapradios with an S.com. We have a forum over there. I'm going to be putting up some stuff about Michael Jackson and Oprah and the reparations thing so we can get your input into that. Shout out for one in the main event with Jackie O. Pushgapradios.com. Cut the check. Long ago, you wouldn't think of galloping on a horse while doing calligraphy, and you wouldn't have attempted to ride your bike while typing a letter. Yet you think you can safely operate a multi-ton vehicle while texting? Behind the wheel is no place to multitask. If you want to BRB, drive now and text later. Lives depend on it. Visit StopTextStopRex.org, a message brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, Project Yellow Light, noise and the ad council jericho green here with you once again and i want to start with the definition of a word the word is icon and miriam webster tells me that icon means a person or thing that is revered or idolized now van jones got on cnn yesterday and said that juicy smollett is an icon he says that he's the jackie robinson to the gay black community man Shut your dumb ass up. You are comparing a fictional character on a scripted TV show to the real life icon who was the first black man to play professional baseball, who was constantly under threat of violence and death along with his family, who was called the worst names possible every time he stepped out of the dugout. Jackie and Robinson to this turd 
Juicy Smollett's character. Not the real life dummy, his character that he played on a TV show. Jackie Robinson played baseball in the 1940s in America where black people were not giving civil and basic rights. You're gonna sit up there, Van Jones, and say that Juicy Smollett is an icon. To who? And he said, this is a tragedy beyond words for the black community. Man, you need to stop that because words like that, rhetoric like that, perpetrate the stereotype that black people are over emotional and can't handle shit. And we constantly need to be propped up and held up. And we need people to look up to because our lives are so downtrodden that we have nothing good. So we need somebody to look up to. We need to see people in the media. We need to see people that look like us on TV. We need people to lower the standards so we can get in to certain institutions. No, we don't. And Jesse Smollett is no icon. Maybe he is in the gay black community. I don't know. I don't belong to that group. We don't give two sh about no Juicy Smollett. And he is no icon. Van Jones, you retard. What the fuck are you talking about? Jackie Robinson, who is a real American icon. Forget being an icon to just a black community. He's an American icon. He is an American treasure. And you're going to tarnish this man's name and reputation by linking him with this lying piece of shit. Man, you need to have the taste slapped out of your mouth. Juicy Smollett. It's an icon comparable to Jackie Robinson. You have got to be out of your mind. You're going to come. Jackie Robinson? For the hottest old school hip-hop and R&B, entertainment, and current events, stay connected to PushGapRadio.com. PushGapRadio.com. We want to be your official Dallas Internet radio station. And by the way, one more thing. Is this thing on? One more thing. Reparations is not and cannot be limited to just the federal government. Every state government that took part and drank from the cup of the iniquity of slavery, the original sin, all of you are on the hook as well. So all the states that participated in this, all of you gotta pay too. Which of course naturally leads us to the private sector, Wells Fargo, JP Morgan, yes, Wall Street, all of you who built your businesses or even profited on slavery, but yes, all of you who wrote insurance policies, all of you who were willing to use loans to use slaves as collateral, every one of you has got to line up. You've never thought of it in this way before. There's a lot of people who owe us. The Catholic Church needs to pay. The Catholic Church helped facilitate it. They need to pay also. Yes, they do. We gotta look at everybody. We can keep going. The railroad companies, the firearm manufacturers, the true cost of reparations goes very deep. It goes very deep. And now we are going to proceed to the next thing, evolution of culpability. Because while chattel slavery was outlawed by the 13th Amendment, the common practices and the human rights abuses continued straight after 
the ratification of the 13th, 14th, and 15th Amendments. So we can't stop there. We can't let you take us to 1865 and then say, okay, it's all good. No, we got to look at everything. Cut the check. You just shot to number one on your internet radio dial. Shackle Ford won in the main event only on pushgapradio.com. I'm looking for Jackie. Jackie. Jackie X. From Duncanville to Richard, sending back to Funky Town. From Lancaster to Cedar Hill, and even It's the hottest combination in the urban internet game. Dallas, baby. Boom, look who just hit the room, baby. That's right. Jackie O Entertainment Report. Hey, everybody. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you all so very much for all of your thoughts and prayers for my mom. She's doing a little bit better. I mean, you know how it is when you have all these health issues and things going on. Stuff happens. So thank you all very much for your support. And welcome to the Jackie O Entertainment Report. Starting out with Lil' Kim, Chili, and Maya. These are ladies that are famous from their respective talents back in the right, 90s. Right, right. But they're coming together for a neat new TV show on VH1. And um, the three ladies were just recently spotted on a beach in Barbados for their photo shoot really? for promotion for the show. It must be nice being able to go to mm-hmm. somewhere like Barbados to do your promotional work. But um, what they're going to do, the hip-hop stars are set to head off to uh, other Caribbean islands for the shoot. Yeah, And uh, Maya and Lil' Kim, as you know, one is a singer and the other one is a rapper. Which I actually have done some of Lil' Kim's work before. Yeah? <laughs> yes. Lil' Kim look weird now. Well, that's because she's had all of the fa- the, the surgeries. It looks like she went to Michael Jackson's doctor, oh, honestly. Oh, my God. And, and, and all the surgeries to alter her appearance of her face wasn't enough. Right. Then she started bleaching her skin. So now her skin is whiter than most Caucasian people. Yeah, Lil' Kim look. If I saw Lil' Kim in a dark alley, man, yeah. I'd be scared as hell. She should have stopped. She looked totally different when she gave birth than she does now. Her baby probably was so confused. Probably. But Kim was a pretty girl to begin with. Yeah. Now she looks like she's had some botched surgeries. But, 
You know, hey, some she people look, look like Sammy Sosa's daughter. <laughs> <laughs> Remember Sammy oh yeah, Sammy Sosa. He he bleached himself as well, mm-hmm. and so That's now hate there, baby. Yeah, they're both extremely extremely white now as mm-hmm. far as their skin appearance is Scrub concerned. Scrub the melanin out. <laughs> Oprah Winfrey, did you talk about Miss Oprah? Yeah, I talked about Oprah. Mine. They've been dragging Oprah. Mine. It's time to kick Oprah to the curb. She's a traitor to the race. And the thing is, she said beforehand that she already knew she was going to get a huge backlash right. for doing this but yet she decided but she to go was ahead. all on Mike's jock when he and, was here yep and you know Oprah I wouldn't be surprised for her to come back now and to try to do some type of exclusive with the Jacksons to get the other side well Gail did a thing with the Jackson family mine had a talk with them Tariq Nasheed had uh, Brittany Jackson on his uh, radio show last week, his per, uh, podcast. Mm-hmm. And uh, she's the daughter of Jackie Jackson. And she used to date the guy, Robson, for seven years. Yeah, he's just in it for money. Robson actually was doing pretty good there for a while. He said and when Mike was alive that Mike didn't do anything to him. Yes, he went to the trial. They both was at the trial. Come on. They both said that Michael didn't do anything to them right. at the trial. Right. Now they're trying to say, though, that the reason why they said that is because they was threatened. That's a bunch mm-hmm. of bull. Threatened you know, by who? This man. And is, then here's another question real quick. Sorry mm-hmm. to cut you off. Who's financing this guy's legal fight? The Jackson estate worth a billion or more dollars. That's why it's all this of a sudden a problem. Who's now. paying for the lawyer? Who's paying for his dream team? This man has been dead for 10 years. Think they, about and, it. and he's making more money dead than a lot of people are making alive. Who's paying Robson's legal bills, man? And they are wanting some of that money is what that is. Exactly, because you you down on your luck. You didn't make it like you thought. Yeah. He's supposed to choreograph the Michael Jackson Cirque du Soleil deal. And it fell through, and Mama Cat went with somebody else. Now he's reaching out because his ass is broke. Well, you know, now his Michael's maid is coming out now and trying to mm-hmm. accuse him of this thing too. I'm so sick of them. It's like, leave the man alone. Go after some of these perverts that's still alive First that's them, walking around Harvey here. Weinstein. And, and the likes of Woody them. Woody Allen. You got plenty of them to choose from. Jerry Lee Lewis, Elvis A Presley, John Lennon. The list goes on. Yes. You're going to dig up a guy that's been dead 10 years? And can't fend for herself. And he's already been to trial, went to trial, and was Come acquitted. On, Come on now. Go get some of these perverts that still trying to walking destroy the streets. Yes. The you Catholic remember? Church. Yes. Yes. Do you remember Peter Thomas from the Real Housewives of, of Atlanta? The one that used to be married to Cynthia Bailey, yeah, the model. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Old Yes. He was recently arrested in Miami. Yes. At the airport. He was on his way to a grand opening for his latest venture. You know, he likes opening clubs in Miami Beach. And he was arrested. Turns out, Mr. Thomas has been writing bad checks. Who takes checks anymore? Well, apparently somebody do because he was writing them and they were not good. So now, remember his friend Apollo? It was like, no wonder he was all yeah, in Apollo's. Apollo no wonder he was all in Apollo's corner and yeah. was, you know, so rah, Bird, rah, rah. Birds of a feather. Yeah, apparently, flock together. <laughs> so this man, and it, it's so bad that he doesn't even have a bond. What kind of checks you've been writing where you don't get a bond? That checks. He ain't writing them checks you 
you right at Walmart. Hey, babe. But anyway, we're going to keep up with that and see what's going couple, on. A couple of hundred dollars. With this 52-year-old thief. Right. That's writing these checks. And the thing about it, he had just posted a... Crooks. He had just posted... On his social media account, right, right. this picture, he was all in, in Jamaica. Mm-hmm. And he's talking about, you know, big things coming. Well, the yeah. big checks. You you predicted that right. <laughs> Some big things sure is coming. My like the poke, Like the popo, the pokey is, yep. is where he on his way you to. Like, the pokey. Who takes checks anymore? A lot of people take checks. Really? I write checks for our rent. Just uh, yeah. for for that's the only thing we use a check for though. Yeah, and you know why we do that. So some people want to leave they that crooks trail. Around here. <laughs> like in our old apartment, them niggas was them people was stealing the rent. Yeah. And wanted us when the new company bought them wanted us to pay for it. So on top of the cancel checks, we can always go to the bank and get a print out. That's so, true. you know, some people do still believe in the checks. It pops on Fridays. First of the month. That's just rent like is due. just like home phones. Some people die hard old folk. Yeah. Just always believe you need a home phone. Anything, we have a home phone. It, here. Heck yeah, we're gonna have one. Anything could go wrong with these cell phones. Yeah. Don't be so dependent on stuff. Only you know they get you that way. So when the collapse comes, well, I bet you a lot of old people still have a home phone on mm-hmm. top of that. They're cheap in, now anyway. Yeah, because so. ain't nobody got them. When you ever walk around and see a phone booth? <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Apollonia, Anthony Anderson, Wonder was Superman, and Shaka Shaka Khan. Shaka Khan. They're going to gather together to be, to a, a benefit a foundation that was launched by Prince ex wife. Yeah, and. Um, they're also going to come together with Philip Bailey of Earth, Wind, and Fire, yes, yes, Miss Tina Knows, Beyonce's mom, yeah. and others. And uh, what they're going to do is they're going to support educators and young people in underserved communities. Right, right. The organization was launched by Manuela Testolini. I don't remember that one, but I'm sure that was one of the dancers. I wonder if. Tina knows her husband's still around after she clowned this yeah, dude. Yeah, he's um, still around. I'd have been gone. <laughs> but Prince was married to Manuela from 2001 to 2007. I don't remember that. You don't remember him being married again after? I didn't know all of Prince's deals. I don't remember that. This was his last wife, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, oh, her. Yeah, I ain't Yeah, like I think her. she was a dancer, one of his backup. I ain't like her. That's why I ain't go to her. <laughs> You me didn't know that about this. Me and her didn't get along. <laughs> yeah. But uh, she says that they met while working with one of his foundations and that before he died, he encouraged her to continue the philanthropic work. Yeah. yeah. And so that's why, because you know, a lot of people don't know that about Prince. Yeah. Prince used to do a lot. And so did Michael. Oh, yeah. They used to do a lot. But they kept it under wraps. Of, well, Michael, though, is actually in the Guinness Book of World Records for his. Yeah. So, I mean, they just don't talk about it right, as much. Right, right. But these two guys did a lot for mm-hmm. the underprivileged. I mean, go Google it and look it up. You would be very proud. Oh yeah. Uh to to, to know the work yes that they have done. I mean it was it was it was great. And Prince every city that he always went to. Right. He always sent his people or had his people do research ahead of time. Mm-hmm. And he would want to find 
some organization or some people mm. that were in desperate, desperate need of help. Yeah. And he always, they said every center, every city that he has ever performed in, he has always done something for somebody in, in mm-hmm. ahead of time. But he always does it anonymously. Exactly. That's how you're supposed to do your deal. Yes. Line. And because he did not want the fanfare. He truly yeah. wanted to help somebody. So, you know, these, and that's what I'm saying. Leave Michael alone. He, yeah. He's gone. Yeah. Go nobody. pick on these other cats, mine, exactly. that's alive and can defend themselves. The Weinsteins. I'm, I'm going to continue to bring them up. Firstthem.com. Go check it out. Yep. Miss Wendy Williams is yeah. due back today. I'm going to have to go back and, and look at it. But, you yeah. know, she's been off since before the winter break last year. There's <laughs> They're saying the official cause. Cocaine, a terrible thing. They're time. saying it was because of her Legionnaire's disease and the mm. fact that she injured herself and had a, a, a fracture of her shoulder. Probably cut herself with that <laughs> razor when she was chopping up that good dope. But rumors have been going rampant since she's been off, and they're saying that it's because of her husband getting his mistress that lived down the street. She was pregnant, too. That he right? bought the house with Wendy's money, that she was pregnant. That man and make money, he Wendy manager. Yeah, he made he money. He, he made Wendy's money, and they're paid. saying that um, that they were having problems, and right, he, he right. was putting his hands on Wendy. This is all, this is all allegedly, right. but he was putting his hands on Wendy and stuff. Laying and hands. That's saying, why she's so successful. They're saying now she has dropped his last name. Really? So she's not using Hunter anymore. And they're saying that it's time for Wendy to come on and tell the truth. She's that's what that's her thing. She's always telling hot topics on everybody else. Exactly. And they're ready for her to come sing the hot topics on, on her your own. own ass. Yeah. And from okay. what I understand as well, while she was gone, her people were just excited, you yeah. know, with all of the different co-hosts and things. Because, a lot of people can't stand. Yes, here. they're saying that Wendy and her husband are held to work for because her husband is a big boss at her show. Right. And they're saying that they're both just extremely rude especially him yeah. and that you know sometimes they have these little altercations and people can hear him and all of this stuff so hopefully his own mama said she's seen him beating on the girl yeah so hopefully you know things his will, mama. will work out for Miss Williams and she can continue on to do her thing well yeah Tyrese there's a new biopic coming out yeah. Soon, uh, based on always black folk, based on Teddy Pendergrass because they're so popular and they're usually so the other people ain't popular. Well, I mean, Where's you always complaining. Only? You always complaining about not seeing black country. Yeah, but they now they do biopics on black mine. people, Don't and now you're complaining shade. about that. Don't throw the shade. You know? Damned if you do, damned if you don't. Yeah, well, quit always throwing (laughs) shade. It can't be that many black people, mine, that's always twisted in the loop. I'll let you finish this on the other side. This has been Jackie O with your pushcatradio.com entertainment report. Quit always throwing shade on my people, mine. It's not always shade. Death to Oprah. Kill yourself. Uh Uh-uh. No, you didn't. It's the hottest combination in the urban internet game. Dallas, baby. He would come home after a hard day and just start in on me, you know, like, hey, how was your day? How was school? What you got going on? I mean, it gave me the chills. My father would drive me all the way to the mall. 
He wouldn't stop until we were right in front of my friends. And oh my God, when... I wanted to go to Europe. And he seriously made me get a job to pay for it. And that one time... He insisted on taking us to the movies, even though he knew Stephen totally worked there and I was totally in love with him. And... The time I got this wicked, cool scorpion tattoo on my shoulder, not even the whole arm, just the shoulder, and he grounded me for two weeks. Two weeks! And oh yeah. When I wanted to major in ceramics, because I'm like way good at it, my dad told me I'd have to pay my own tuition. Like, duh. How am I supposed to earn that kind of dough-making pottery? Have you been a dad today? Embarrass them, horrify them, freak them out. Don't worry, they'll appreciate it. Eventually. For more information, visit fatherhood.org. Uh, financially speaking, baby boomers may be in quite a bit of trouble. No one ever said the road to retirement is an easy path traveled. The baby boomer generation began retiring earlier this decade, and the expectation is that roughly 10,000 boomers will exit the workforce each day between now and the end of the next decade. The following five statistics perfectly sum up the woes that many baby boomers are facing as they approach or enter retirement. Number one, 59% relying heavily on Social Security alone. Some 59% can expect Social Security to be a major source of their income during retirement. That's up from just 43% in 2014. Number two, 45% of these people have no retirement savings. Based on IRI data, the, uh, just 55% of respondents in its study had retirement savings in 2016, meaning 45% of baby boomers surveyed had absolutely nothing saved for retirement. Number three, because the alarm clock is going off and you need to get to work, the IRI report also notes that over the past year, some 3 in 10 baby boomers postponed their plans to retire. Age 62 has long been viewed as retirement age, but nearly 6 in 10 boomers now expect to retire at age 65 or later, including 26% of boomers that anticipate retirement age at 70 or later. With little to no savings in their coffers, boomers have had little choice but to work longer in order to use their working wages to meet their basic monthly expenses. Number four, also in the IRA report, 30% responded that they've stopped contributing to retirement accounts. 16% also took premature withdrawals from their retirement accounts. Part of the blame can likely be attributed to the U.S. stock market, which didn't deliver eye-popping gains in 2015. However, boomers are still by the great, or maybe that's scarred, by the great recession. Quite a many boomers ran for, uh, for the exit door when the stock market began to tank and simply missed out on the ensuing rebound. This is yet another reason why so many boomers are entering retirement age with an inadequate nest egg. And fifth and finally, 44% are lugging around debt. Based on a recent Urban Institute data project, more baby boomers than ever are hanging up their work gloves while still toting around sizable levels of debt. For boomers retiring at age 62 today, this could mean being paid just 75% of their full retirement benefit each month. It's going down, baby. We're PushGapRadio.com. Duncanville, Dallas, forward. Dallas. We got to keep going. We got to talk about reconstruction. We got to talk about Jim Crow. We have to talk about all of that because the bricks were laid 
during chattel slavery, but the system simply evolved and modified itself, and we can't let you off the hook for modification. Yes, convict leasing, the prison industrial complex. Yes, the tobacco companies that have made their money. How did you get started, R.J. Reynolds? Where did that money come from? We gotta keep walking. We have to go to the annihilations of the black wall streets. We keep walking through history. You gotta walk with me. We gotta discuss the annihilation of the black wall streets. We gotta discuss the annihilations of the black enclaves around America, not just the black wall streets. There were many such instances that were not so-called black wall streets where there were just uprisings of white supremacists the Ku Klux Klan defended by the states this is why you can't just go after the feds you gotta go after the states too now as far as the international players the IMF and the rest of them understand something if we can't get reparations from the government here you ain't you need to put the pressure on the United States government to get them to force everybody else to pay we're not gonna get anything from the IMF on our own but if we get the US government to buckle then that government's gonna get everybody else to say hey if we gotta pay all of you gotta pay too so if you get this government to buckle under the rest of them will go with you france britain spain germany everybody else will go with you if you get this government to back it they'll all go with you this government goes everybody else will go with it will force everyone to go with it the freedman's bank yes the freedman's bank how we got ripped off with that outright stolen absolutely we can keep going we can't just say slavery we've also got to say we need compensation for the legacy of slavery and this brings us to the police the original slave catchers who have never been held to account we need to hold them to account cut the check Pushcapradios.com yeah. and Dallas and Fort Worth. That's what I'm talking about. That ain't what I you ain't say. Talking, well, kill yourself. I mean, kill your career. Okay, if nigga told me kill myself. I'm assuming he means kill Pushcap. No, that ain't what that okay. means. That, that's that's a little harsh, darling. Okay, but Therese, you were talking about. Oh, uh, threw me all off. Yes, Tyrese is going to play Teddy, <laughs> and they and they put these pictures of him. Kill my landlord. Mm-mm. Put them together side by side. Yeah, and they actually kind of favor. And Tyrese does have a little voice. I mean, you know, he a little mental sometimes. That's probably but after your fourth glass of apple he, crown. He, he's a little. Who I haven't had any apple crown since Christmas. They look a lot. I'm not the one that that, that <laughs> takes uh sip sips. Uh, on a regular basis. Say it for me four times. Sip, sip, <laughs> sip, sip. <laughs> Tell an opera to kill well, herself. Windows, uh, I need windows, to check you over there now and see windows, if you're drinking windows, something. I'm, I'm on with Wendy on. So when does yeah, uh, the, the biopic come out? They don't know. Oh. It's going to be sometime next year, hopefully. Yeah. But they just know that he's been picked to do it and that the right. story should be interesting because you know how the end of Teddy came about. Right. So it should right. be very, should be very, very interesting. interesting. They always throwing shade. Aretha Franklin is also back in the news. Yeah. Yes. 
they somebody stole two hundred thousand dollars from the queen before she died. Wow. They were under. Uh, they were in the process of investigating it and stuff. Yeah. But when she died, they dropped the case. It's like uh, she still have an estate. That's I'm sure true. she still owe money to somebody. Yeah. Don't drop they that. She still, still needs it. Want their loot? Did you yeah. see the picture of the teacher who held the little baby for the student? Yes, I posted it to our PushGapRadio.com page. Hair was the student showed up with his baby daughter in a carrot yes. and said he couldn't find a babysitter. So his professor, Nathan Alexander, mm-hmm. held the baby so that he could take care of taking good notes. This all went down. It went Morehouse viral. College, yes. And, uh, you know, that's something good to see, mine. Yes. Okay. Always throwing folk under the dang on bus. And real quick, the lady who called the police on the man because his dog was humping her dog. <laughs> At the dog park, y'all. What yes. in the hell? I posted that video to our PushGatRadio.com page as well, what? so go check it out, y'all. That is just so yes. stupid. The new version of Barbecue Vic. Yeah, and she probably be kissing the dog in the mouth and eating food with him and whatnot because you know how they do it. And her little sidekick, they're talking about, your dog was humping her dog really hard. And he was like, man. They're dogs. I, he said, I've seen a bunch of dogs do that. That's what dogs do. He That's said, what dogs freaking do. He said, and do. as soon as I saw my dog, I went and got my dog. This lady, meanwhile, the, the other Because my dog lady, ain't into that interracial love. Meanwhile, the one lady still on the phone with 911 reporting this to the police. This is the kind of stuff that they need to put them in jail. Yeah. Now, they're if, making if all of these. Jussie Smollett in. Yes. They're wasting these people time and wasting money in our police time by with these, <sighs> with these stupid crimes. They should have took her and handcuffed her butt. The five worst side effects of bad customer service. Do you ever get terrible customer service? Let me tell you something. Back all in the, the late time. 80s. The Hilton Hotels did a $10 million study. Their uh, numbers were going down. So they got a consulting firm, paid $10 million, and this firm went to a lot of their hotels around the country. And what they found was the maids and the maintenance people and whatnot were not speaking to the guests. When the guests walked down the hall, they would turn their face away or look at the wall or whatever. And so what they told them they was going to try and experiment, that everyone speaks to the customer. So when you see the lady housekeeping, when she rolls down the hall, she speaks hello or good morning or whatever. And within three months, their numbers went up 25%. It makes a difference. So ever since then, every other company has adopted it. You ever walk in Blockbuster and they say, hello, welcome to Blockbuster. Yeah. Or you walk in the store and they say, hello, we'll be with you in a minute. What they found out was when you go to like a gas station, when you're acknowledged, you're more apt to hang around 10 or 15 minutes longer. Yes. Because you notice when me and you go to a restaurant, I give you five minutes and I'm looking at my watch. If you haven't acknowledged me, that means you ain't going to acknowledge it, it, my money. Right. And I'm the hell out of here. It creates, it 
uh, creates credibility. Yes. It builds a rapport. It um is it, and it gives you integrity. We teach our agents to do that always. Yeah. You say hello and you give them an assurance statement. Five dangerous things that affect customer service. It damages a re- reputation. It takes twenty years to build a reputation and five minutes to ruin it. If you think about that, you would do things differently according to Warren Buffett. Leads don't convert. Number two, bad customer service kills conversions. Although the term customer service implies current customers, all interactions with prospects, leads, and anyone else can fall into this realm. How many times have you reached out to a business and never heard back? How frustrated were you? Now imagine what your leads are thinking when they request a consultation and never hear back from you. When they have to wait on hold forever or when sales reps are slow to respond. Okay, People will always tell you why they use your business. They will never tell you why they left. Number three, your customer lifetime value drops. By now, you're aware that acquiring new customers is usually more expensive than keeping your current ones. Number four, you lose your best employees. Bad customer service has negative side effects in all areas of business. Not only do you lose customers, but you run the risk of losing your best employees. Number five, you enter a profit-sucking cycle. Bad customer service can also create a downward spiral for profits. First, your reputation gets damaged. You start losing new sales, especially referrals, and then even your loyal customers start to leave. At this point, you're forced to decide do you cut costs and try to ride it out, or do you double down on marketing to attract new customers? Customer service is a huge thing, man, sometimes, and I'm like that. Yeah, and sometimes customer service is what sets you apart yes. from other, your competition, because there are a lot of competition. I Jackie think. on, I work in customer service. Yes. Or in, I'm in the, in the transportation limo gang Jackie's in the hotel gang and I'm a lead at mine and what we normally or what I normally try to get across to our agency is you give the type of customer service that you expect to receive when you're spending your hard earned money get it together tighten up baby it makes a difference it makes a huge difference people can hear the smile in your face people can hear if you're really connected or if you're not connected when I went to TD's to get us those uh, baked potatoes over there in Dallas by the VA hospital I'm standing here in the window the two guys standing there chopping meat ain't name what I'm saying the damn thing yes and it makes a difference sometimes people will turn around and they will take their I'm, business I'm that person and their money elsewhere I will walk the hell out of here yes because all it takes is hey welcome to so and so be with you in a moment and the person will browse around or they will wait but coming in there and you haven't acknowledged them Yes. Terrible customer service. And just because you black and have a business, I don't patronize your business just because you black. I expect more out of you than I expect out the other people. Yes. I remember when I went to the store, we, I was living over here off 635 in Skillman. I bought a muffin, uh, a soda, and I think I was going to get some cigarettes because I was looking for something else. I came into the counter, the guy talking to the other Arab dude, he throwing my muffin up in the air, catching Oh, it. no. And I'm I stood there food. looking at him. He turned around to me and said, what else you need, homeboy? First, I ain't your homeboy. Second, why in the hell are you tossing my damn food up? Right, playing with it. Not even oh, paying attention. Well, I said, well, first off, I don't give a damn. I don't want nothing else. I was getting ready to buy some stuff, some other stuff. But mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't give a damn. I don't want nothing out here. And I walked out. Now, in this instance, the people who live in that area are kind of a captive audience, unless mm-hmm. you have a car. Right. But these people treat you like that because you continue to bring them their business. That's what Floyd Mayweather was saying about Gucci. Black people protest something for two weeks, then it's back to business as usual. No one takes you serious. 
You know, it's a fad to you. If you really meant to shut somebody down, you would quit giving them your damn money, man. Bad customer service, baby. Yes, and I know when I was on the phones, I used to just throw in one little extra line, and a lot of times I could hear the change in the customer on the yeah. other end. I would do my my customary greeting that we had to do, right. and then I would throw in, and, and when they I asked them their name and they tell me their name, I asked them, "So, how are you doing today?" Exactly. And you could tell some of them it was just like, oh. I'm great. You know, you mm-hmm. can just hear the change in their tone. Yeah. And that set the pace for the rest of our conversation. Now, somebody told me that it comes from Jim Crow. Remember I told you when people are getting off my bus, everyone speaks, but the black women don't. And only about 60 or 70 percent of black men do. Mm-hmm. Another bus driver told me that comes from Jim Crow because these black women think they're better than you. So five or ten white women before them or white people before them will speak. The black woman will come by and don't say anything. And then the white person after them will start speaking. So I was amazed to hear that. We went to lunch last week when we did a run for um, a school here in Dallas. They had their winter dance. And she told me that, and I was truly amazed, my So that's why they don't speak. Shocker for one in the main no, event. No, women, that's not. Well, black I, women I'm a don't black speak. woman, well, and, and that is not true. Trying to true. tell you what's happening on my bus. I don't know what's happening in your world, Jackie. Yeah, yeah. Again, thanks for listening to us every week here, and 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 we do appreciate the support. Thanks. So listen to us on demand. At pushgapradios.com. You can reach us through our Facebook page, pushgapradio.com or pushgapradio. That's right. And listen to us, join our forum, leave some comments. Let us know what it is that you're thinking. Let us know what it is that you want us to talk about. Mm -hmm. Let us know what we're doing good and what we need to change a little bit. Yep, and we'll put some stuff up on the. on our forum. Yes. And yeah, go absolutely. to our page. There's a lot of a lot of the things that we talk about, mm-hmm. we've posted some information on our page. So go and check it out. Pushgapradio.com, pushgapradio. Thank you, those of you who checked in on the first 20 minutes of the live broadcast. Thank you for taking one for the team. Yeah, we were running video. Line. Some people Ooh, dropped in. I'm and glad I missed that part. Greatly appreciated that. Can you do no video this morning? It's Rubber Buggy Baby Boomer Radio. <laughs> yeah, that's why I, I yeah. would have just had it on me. Child. I would have had to hurt you bad coming towards me with a camera this morning. I don't think they want to see what your Scooby Doo slippers on. I don't think so either. ADOS101.com. No black agenda. No black vote. Tangibles 2020. Go check out Tariq Nasheed. Go check out The Black Authority. Go check out Professor Black Truth. Go check out Yvette Carnell. Go check out Antonio Moore. Get up to speed on what's going on as we go into the 2020 presidential election. Happy birthday, Devontae. My grandbaby will be 20 on March 12th. Oh, and Wendy Colbert in Gary, Indiana. Today is her birthday. Happy Happy belated birthday, Mona. My sister Mona, March 8th, Friday, just, it's your birthday. Go, Mona. It's your birthday. Congratulations on your new car. Cut the check. We out. For the hottest old school hip-hop and R&B, entertainment, and current events, stay connected to PushGapRadio.com. PushGapRadio.com. We want to be your official Dallas Internet Radio. PushGapRadio.com. It's Dallas, baby. Mr. Keys, and wherever I go to promote my album, The Ghetto Hymnal, I keep my internet locked with Shackle 401 and the main event on PushGapRadio.com. 
Dallas, baby. And now you know what we know at the most powerful station on the internet in Hamilton Park, Dallas, where pushgapradio.com. Push.